Hello, and welcome to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. This week we got me, which is obvious, Doug, which is also obvious, but we also got Bruce. He's back. Yeah, how's it going, Bruce? It's been a little while. Oh, good. You know, usual life, work, games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally relate with that. Um, what have you been playing these days? Um, As of late, uh, I've been, well... You know, I've been playing as much as I can. I would say uh, the most recent thing that I've been playing is uh, the new Ratchet and Clank game. Um, it's for PS4. Um, it's pretty solid, actually. I'm, I'm, uh, maybe I'm a heretic for saying this, but I actually haven't played any of the other Ratchet and Clank games. Um, uh, that's fine. Ask you about them, cause yeah, we we haven't either. Yeah, I I haven't, and um, I kind of I recognize that it was a, a large. You know, f- there's a large fandom there, I guess. Like, when I mentioned it to certain people, they, uh, they were really enthused, like, oh my god, Ratchet and Clank's coming out with another game. And so, um, so it's, it's pretty cool. Actually, I, uh, I will say the only caveat to the game thus far is that, uh, it's very obviously written for a 10 year old. Like, <laughs> 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 like, uh, if you can get past that though, the gameplay is solid, uh, and it's a good time. I, uh, I played probably for a good, two or three hours uh, the first day, like when I first picked it up. And um, I enjoyed it. You know, there was a lot of learning process kind of going on, like getting the weapons and learning the upgrade system and movement and all that. Um, but uh, I, I took a little bit of a break from it, and uh, I'm actually really glad that I pl- picked it back up again um, just because I have a tendency to kind of revert back to Heroes of the Storm <laughs> all the time. <laughs> the fallback. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am glad that I kept playing it because, uh, the most recent level that I played, you actually get, uh, a jetpack and, um, it, it opens up the game in entirely. Like it, uh, the level that you get the jetpack on, it might be like the eighth or ninth level, something like that. Um, and there's a lot of puzzles in the game and things, but, uh, in this particular level, when you get the jetpack, you actually, the, the level itself is, is no longer really linear it's kind of like a bunch of islands and you just like fly where you want to go and like complete the mission more in like an exploratory way um so that was really cool Uh, and also you know because you can kind of refuel more or less at ease um you essentially the new way of traveling just becomes oh i'm just going to boost everywhere because i have a jetpack and it's 10 times faster than anything else i have so um so it's cool yeah i'm I'm liking it so far The, the guns are a lot of fun you upgrade them um and there's flamethrowers, and there's a gun called the Pixelizer, where it re- horribly reduces the resolution of the thing you shoot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, and um, and uh, I will say this, uh, it, they definitely did very, very well with the graphics. Like, it, it has a bit of a cartoon feel, but uh, it, it almost looks like a freaking Pixar movie. Like, it, it looks really, really good. Um, so, big Big fan there. I, I I'm like aching to play both Doom and Uncharted, but I'm also the guy who has like twenty or thirty games that he could play that he owns already. So like I can't justify spending that sixty dollars, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, did Ratchet and Clank cost uh, sixty dollars? Just curious. Actually, it came out for forty bucks. Oh, oh wow. fantastic! Yeah. Huh. I think that's a reasonable price, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I it, you know I'm not gonna lie. Like if I uh. If, if Doom right now was 40 bucks, like I know, I know almost 90% certain that I'm going to get Doom and I'm going to play the single player and I'm going to have a good time, like just from all, all that I've watched on it. Um, I don't really care much for the multiplayer in Doom. Like I played the, the, <laughs> that's the good because I hear it's terrible. Yeah. I played the beta for it and I was just like, eh. Like, it's cool, but it's not something that's going to hold my attention. And considering Overwatch is coming out in a week, uh, like... You read my mind. I was literally <laughs> just going to say, what do you think about Overwatch? Because I know you're into, like, the whole, like, kind of competitive gaming scene, and you have a PS4, so I'm assuming you played the beta a little? Oh, yeah. So, um, I I guess, I guess this isn't a bad thing, but it sort of is. <laughs> I was actually on my honeymoon while the beta was going on. <laughs> <laughs> And I brought my PS4 with me. <laughs> <laughs> and and the place that I was was unplugged with no TV and internet. Oh my god! So um, so I didn't play it. Uh, uh, it happens. Uh, you yeah. and a, a other buddy of ours we have on a lot, both on your honeymoons at the time of. Yeah, whoa, beta. that's right. Mark was too. Wow, yeah, that's weird. Uh, that's actually really funny. Yeah, I um, I will say this. Like, I'm really uh, I'm very excited for it. I like I like it as a genre. Um, like. 
just being kind of new, I would say, not necessarily because it like fits a mold, but like just the uh, the creativity and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you're a big Blizzard fan too, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be great for you because I know um, pre-ordering like the special edition one. I've talked about it before. Really doesn't have any benefit, I would say, unless you like the new character skins or have a bunch of other Blizzard games because you get bonus stuff for all of them. Yeah, which I. I didn't, uh, I don't think I went all in on that. Um, I, I'd have to look, honestly, I guess I still have time technically, but, um, I, I, uh, I, see, I did my pre-order through like Amazon or something like that. So they, I got a, a little bit of a discount, which was cool. I think they do like, it's basically like instead of 60 bucks, it's like 48 bucks. Cause it's like, if you pre-order a game before release, they give you 20% off. I think it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and in the short term, like, if I, there was this thing, I guess, and this is, again, this is just like the base version, but there's this thing that, like, if you pre-order through Blizzard at the full $60, you get, uh, Tracer in game for Heroes of the Storm, cause she was released as one of the new heroes. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, do I really want to pay $12 for a hero that I might play? And, you know, so I don't know. Those, those add-ons, are cool, but I'd have to kind of check out what the whole bonus is. Which I mean, again, I have StarCraft, I have Diablo, I play Heroes. Like I, Blizzard kind of owns my soul. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the having Tracer and Heroes of the Storm was the biggest like perk or like bonus, and I think mm-hmm. the rest are either just cosmetic or maybe like slight buffs. Like I know you get like uh, Mercy's wings in Diablo, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure if they actually do anything or if it's just purely cosmetic. Uh, okay. Interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. But, God, I've, I've talked about it enough, but I fucking love Overwatch. Yeah. The more I think about it, I'm more likely gonna just buy the damn thing, because it, it's such a fun game. Yeah. I, I haven't played it, but I will say, like, it's, I, I very, very sparsely pre-order games, and the combination of it being from Blizzard and every goddamn person I know is gonna play it, it's like, <laughs> yep. okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you used to watch a bunch of streams and like videos of it, and I honestly thought I'd get pretty burnt out when it got around to being an open beta. And I was like, I don't know, like I get it. There's only like three modes. I've played all the characters. I know which ones I like, but I still found myself just playing like hours of it, like on end. Like it's just, it becomes your fallback game where when you got nothing to do, you can hop in Overwatch for like ten minutes and knock out a round. Yeah, it's gonna be dangerous. Yeah, see, I, I that's that's awesome. I uh, I have several friends who played the beta as well, and it's I hear like every stage of its development from me watching videos to watching streamers to talking to my friends. Like I've only heard good things, so I you know I I guess I'm excited. So for for that reason too. Yeah, my biggest complaint would be Blizzard didn't need to have to push up their beta to be the same week when Battleborn was released. Because they kind of purposely fucked over Battleborn, because they knew everyone would try to do the beta instead of buying that game. Mm. So, dick move on their part, and it was very intentional, but eh, that's also the free market. Like, that's yeah. going to happen. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I do have a question for Bruce, though, because, like, you're the kind of gamer who, like, is, who loves, uh, high quality graphics and stuff. So, you have a 4K TV, correct? Or am I wrong? Oh, uh, good question. I don't have a 4K TV yet. Um, I'm, it will be part of, so this is gonna, I'll spare you the long-winded answer. I'm waiting to build a computer that can play 4K games with ideally one graphics card because I really get frustrated with dual graphics card solutions because they're inconsistent. But, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm biding my time. And, okay, fair. Yeah. I, I was just curious about that only because like you you currently have a PS4 and the Neo is on the horizon. And in fact, I just saw an article just recently that they are announcing that the Neo is going to be available in September. Um, and it's essentially just PS4 with 4K ability and faster speeds and stuff. Is that something that you would be interested in? Oh, um, yeah, that's a good question. I actually saw some articles just mentioning, you know announcement really not necessarily details but um uh honestly no um yeah, i i don't blame you so that, i was just curious yeah yeah i i uh like like i said like my um so so i there's two reasons that i have a ps4 one is for 
you know, the, the friends that I do have that, uh, that have consoles, most of them have PS4. And, uh, the other reason being that, you know, there are some cool exclusives. Like I, I am looking forward to playing Uncharted. It, it's extremely impressive. Like from what I've seen. Um, oh, I have a little rant on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, and that's, that's why I, uh, own a PS4. When it comes to, uh, you know, high end graphics and, and stuff like that, um, you know, I, I built the computer actually that I'm on right now. It's my gaming PC, but I built it, uh, uh, mostly in 2011, 2012. Um, Same. Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the graphics cards in this thing cost more than my Honda that's sitting outside. So, (laughs) (laughs) so it's, it's awesome. But the point being, I'm not building another computer until it can actually do something that this one can't do and like just running a few new games at 1080p with like some extra graphics isn't like new for me like that's not going to cut it like what yeah. i what i want is i want to run all my games maxed out in 4k on a nice big ass 4k monitor and i want to be able to plug in my whether it's the oculus rift or the htc vive it's really going to depend on the uh the motion controls that that are available when i do go you know all in on this thing monstrosity that it will be <laughs> um but uh i want to yeah i want to i want it to be like it, capable of something that none of my computers are capable of and i've been waiting years like i haven't dropped spent a penny on this computer in years so i'm 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 kind of like when i build this next computer <laughs> uh full disclosure i'm married and 27 um but when i build this next computer it will probably be the last computer that i build <laughs> for a long 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 time <laughs> no, i know what you mean though because it's going to be a huge investment and you're going to make it the la- latest and greatest and uh, like it's just not it's especially with computing like certain like at the at this point for instance like people with like 16 gigs of ram and shit like i don't think you could even utilize that right now but like it's still great to have mm-hmm. so but regardless i don't know yeah I know no it- i agree I know with mine, I had a terabyte, my old one, and I was like, terabyte? That's enormous. Like, I'll never fill that up. And lo and behold, I did. Yeah, no, I, it's easy now. Like, I thought the same thing, and now I have a th- uh, an external three terabyte, and then my main is a three, so it's just like, and I fill it up easy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think I have a collective, like, seven terabyte now in the new PC I have, um, like, two externals and then, like, one SDS, or SSD. Um, yeah. But I've realized, like, filling up the old terabyte was almost entirely just steam games that i had because i didn't like delete my local content when i finished a game Mm. i was like oh okay maybe i'll just delete some of these and when i deleted every game i was finished playing like i had like 700 gigs or like i cleared up so (laughs) much space and i was like god i really have nothing but games on my computers that's awesome that's all i do I approve. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering with the VR, like if the resolution's going to be demanding for that, because I know mm. um, I've seen some people stream some VR already, and <laughs> I linked it to Doug. But for anyone who doesn't know, go watch some of them, because there's one where a guy's streaming his VR, and he goes to throw a file like over a cubicle wall and slams his hand into a ceiling fan. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's so many just like fuck-ups already with it, and it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, someone was streaming it, and it was like a 4-3 resolution because the his screen that he was looking at is pressed right up against his eye. So he's yeah. seeing a lot of details, but when it's like streamed from like a third-party perspective, it's not great. Like, mm-hmm. it still looks okay, but like the resolution stuff isn't as, you know, good as some people are expecting. Yeah, there's, and that's, um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, back and forth about that. I, I'd have to look up the specs because I, I, at a point, like, couple months ago i I was looking at it but basically the htc vive is a higher resolution and also higher field of view than the um oculus rift Mm -hmm. but if of course it's more expensive you know so um so there's that aspect of it and uh there's also the um it's not just that the resolution is a challenge it's well obviously that you're doubling because you're creating two separate images but um, on top of that, the, the other issue is, um, the minimum recommended, uh, 
frames, like frames uh, per second for for VR, is somewhere around ninety. Like they're they're shooting for you know if you want a smooth, in, you know, immersive experience, like you should not be dipping below ninety. Which, I mean, even today, uh, you know, playing. You know, if I would, if I had the latest and greatest and I booted up a triple A game and I turned on all the eye candy and then I tried to double make like two of that image, I probably dip below 90 a couple times. Like it's, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to do, I guess is what I'll say. So, well, um, even some big companies like EA, I think Battlefront is, I think caps at 30, like no matter what. Oh, wow. I so did not know that. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, there's some huge AAA games like with big companies who are capping their games at a certain point. So wow. like, it looks okay on console, and then people who are on PC are like, this looks like shit. Wow. PC Master Race and all. But I mean, yeah. like, for some people who that is, uh, like, priority for them is the uh, frames rate. Like, some of these games aren't cutting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's atrocious. Well, that's, I can yeah. say, uh, just as someone who's who's done, I guess the whole frames thing like so the monitor that i'm on right now i think it's an asus v248 or something like that but why what makes it special i should say is it's 1080p but it's also 144 hertz so instead of the 60 hertz refresh rate it can go up to 144 and it also has a one millisecond response time so there's this program it's called light boost and essentially what it does is it tricks your monitor into its 3d mode where if i was sitting here with a pair of 3d glasses like i could do nvidia 3d or whatever um and it would you know force the monitor to display 120 frames worth of information and then it would like polarize you know for the whole 3d process well this light boost program tricks the monitor into doing that However, all it does is it just force feeds 120 frames of a regular game. So it, the end result is that, you know, you're not like polarizing or generating two different sets of images. You're just taking the game that you're playing and you're showing 120 images a second and it's freaking butter smooth. Like it's so nice. (laughs) Oh shit. Yeah. Um, like, and it's, I wouldn't have thought that it would be, um, as much of a difference as it is, but it, it's like when you compare, like, and again, this computer's a little old, so I, I'd have to boot up probably like Battlefield 3 or maybe Battlefield 4, depending. You know, it's not like I can do this on every game, but when you can do it right, it, it looks really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, that's, that's just my little two cents. I, I will say that it's, uh, it's cool. I, I like it. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, and it sounds... Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and it is a concern um, with VR particularly, like, you know, a lot of these games now, it's like, oh, you want it to look the best, but it can play in a lower setting. But, like, VR it has just weird restrictions because uh, even if the game doesn't move as smoothly as it can, people can get really motion sick or, like, it mm. just really trips them out, like, because of this new, you know, yeah. new technology where we're supposed to be in the game. So your brain actually fights you saying, like, no, we're we're not walking around right now. Mm-hmm. If it's like slightly off balance. Exactly. The whole point of VR is immersion. And the one thing, uh, uh, a complaint that I hear about the Oculus is that you actually put on the headset and then hold a Xbox 360 controller and that just takes you right out of the immersion factor. Whereas the Vive, I guess their controls are a lot more different where it's like per hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've read that as well. And that's, that's why I said about like waiting till when I do buy, cause I believe the Oculus is developing their own, um, per hand, uh, controller, you know, that you hold one in each hand and yeah, they, they have to, to keep up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I, and people seem to say that too. Like they, they do say that it really does break the immersion. Um, so, you know, it, it all right, what it is. cool. <laughs> well, for us less interesting people, Bran, what have you been playing? <laughs> Uh, I finally beat Final Fantasy IX, so people oh, will shit. stop hearing me uh, rant about that. I got nice. through the whole game, and then I got to the last, like, three bosses, and it's just like a string of them, just right in a row, just boom, they boom, boom. F- oh, God. Uh, and it's a nightmare. Um, the first guy <laughs> sucks, because as soon as you start the battle with him, he summons down a meteor, and I looked it up, because it just instant killed my team four times in a row. Jesus it Christ. It, <laughs> it turns out that attack does anywhere between... 50 damage to 5,000 damage. Oh my god, that is quite a range. Yeah, so each character can have different intervals of that damage. So I just got unlucky enough where I got over 3,000, because that was my, like, max character's health each time. 
Wow. So I, I did eventually beat him one time, moved on to the next guy, just kept getting ruined by him. And eventually I just said, fuck it. Like, I know I'm at the end. I'm two guys away. I don't care about, like, you know, my honor as a Integrity. Gamer. Yeah. <laughs> and with the Final Fantasy IX remastering, they enable, I think it's, like, maxed out Gil, which is the money. So you can just have, like, infinite money. Uh, maxed out, or, like, easy building trance, I think it was. Like, so the trance just builds a lot faster, which is, like, your Super Saiyan mode in battle. Yeah. And then the one that really levels it all out is maxed level. So all your characters are max level and any ability that they could know is like uh leveled as well, which means they can know it without having that equipment on. Ooh shit. So Damn. I just did that, I just fuck it. I get in there, all my characters are level ninety nine now. Uh they have like seven thousand health each or like roughly around there. Damn. Uh <laughs> the one one basic like melee attack with one character did nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage. Like <laughs> a basic attack from Zidane maxed out the damage scale. Oh, wow. dude, that's amazing. And Who's I was just the like, boss now. <laughs> yeah, really. I was just like, screw it. I don't care about these last two guys. Like they're just Yeah, they're, give me the cutscenes and let's end this. Yeah, they're the end boss for a Final Fantasy game. So they're just obnoxiously hard to They like, really, anyway. really are. Just stupidly hard. So I was just like, whatever. Like I finished the game. Uh ending was different than I remembered as a kid. I wasn't like thrilled about it. Oh, I am. Every time to this day when I see it, it just makes me think of all the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great, but it just has one of those like the main character runs back and saves the bad guy because the main character's a good guy and he knows yeah. the bad guy would do it for him. It's like, no, the bad guy murdered half the planet. He has killed millions. Like, he all right. not see, like, that I forgot story. about that. You're right. Yeah. That- <laughs> I mean, it's a very small part to be, like, annoyed about, but, like, it happens so much in some stories that it just, like, really bothers me now. Um, But, yeah, so I'm done that. Uh, I got to uh, first place on Slither uh, in whatever server I was in. Oh, now that is something you deserve a legitimate award for. Holy (laughs) hell. I was surprised, though, because, like, I think at number one, I was only, like, 10,000 points or something, which in the game I played before and got the, like, fourth place in. That would have gotten me, like, I wouldn't have been in the top 10. Like, I remember sure. in, in that server, like, I was, like, 50,000 points or something. So, like, it really depends on the server you're in. And I, you know, of course, died to some little snake that ran in front of me two seconds as he spawned. God. Uh, but I did it. And I can, now I can successfully say I was number one, and I never have to play that fucking game again. Yeah. I get so mad. <laughs> that game is a fucking curse. Oh, it got me so angry so many times, because it's just bullshit. It's fair bullshit but it's still bullshit (laughs) extremely addicting for no reason (laughs) because it's just so simple and you can do it while doing other stuff like it's not demanding at all and uh, whatever um but that's really it i haven't been playing too much i've been watching a lot of battleborn streams um, oh nice from different people because i still stand by saying that i think it has more to offer than overwatch considering overwatch only has three game modes and but i think they really could use some polishing like you can tell, there's good good core mechanics and good stuff in there, but Overwatch has been in beta for like over a year, so they've definitely nerfed and buffed all the characters they need to. Battleborn's still pretty bad with that. I think they've only buffed like two of them so far, and even the ones they've nerfed like need more nerfing because they're so powerful. Okay, uh, it's a just overall clusterfuck visually. There's too many particle effects. To the point where everyone using an ability, like, if you start fighting someone, you'll go blind just from the particle effects filling <laughs> up the screen. So, it like, it can use some polishing out, but I hope the game survives. Like, I hope it doesn't get destroyed by Overwatch, because so many people are comparing the two. And they really have nothing, nothing in common except for stylized, unique characters. Like, there's a good cast of characters for each game, and they're all done in their own style. And that's about it. There really aren't many similar. And, you know, it's a shooter, but every other game's a shooter now, too. Yeah. So it's just really annoying hearing people like compare them like, oh, which one should I get? It's like, well, that's like, should I get Witcher or should I get, you know, Binding of Isaac? It's like, I mean, it's totally different. So, um, but yeah, I haven't been playing as much lately. Yep. 
That's fair. I'm personally in the same kind of boat. The only game I've really been playing is Bloodborne, as most of our listeners know. Uh, so I remember when I first talked about it, I wasn't very far at all. I didn't even have a weapon and shit. And it turns out it wasn't because of my class. It's because I don't know if I just... I don't know if I was drunk or something, but I must have like just like not walked a straight path in the game because like as you walk down this one area, there's like a message on the ground where it's like, here's a weapon and it just like gives you like weapons. So I must have like walked right around that and continued through the game and was wondering why it was so hard. Eventually I found those and I was like, oh, well, here are my goddamn weapons. And the cool thing is it gives you the choice. Uh, like I had the option between like a sword and an axe and like, uh, a, a gun and a rifle or like a pistol and a rifle. And I went with the ax and the pistol because, uh, I don't know, it just seemed to suit my character. And the cool thing about in this game, I don't know why, but it's not like available in the souls games, but for my ax that I chose, if I hit L one, it's like, it's, it's a one handed ax originally, but when I hit L one, it turns into like a two handed ax. And I, it's just like the coolest thing ever. I don't know why, but it's like this magic ax that can just, grow in length and then become like this like kind of like halberd almost it's just excellent so i love that weapon oh so the handle actually like extends you don't just uh, exactly oh weird yeah it's actually really strange i I was when i first figured that out i was like this is the greatest thing ever because now i can like keep certain enemies back with like this like extended axe in certain situations but uh are you talking about like the switchblade like the razor blade sort of like weapon like the main weapon that's on the cover of the game Potentially, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's pretty much just like an old-time uh, straight razor, like that barbers used to use to shave guys. Oh, see, and th- I had the choice to get that. I went with the axe instead. It was, oh, okay. And I bet the, the razor does something similar. Yeah, it's like folded up, and I could see how someone would think it's an axe that way, and then it pretty much unfolds, and it's twice as long, and now it's like a, like you said, like a weird halberd. Exactly. Um, so I've been using that, uh, finally killing enemies and shit, but the one interesting thing, like, uh, I remember i I was told that Bloodborne is like one of the easier ones and, and I definitely so far I'm finding that not to be the case, uh, from personal experience, it's pretty damn challenging. I mean, I'm capable of getting past all like the little henchmen and shit and like, there's no issue, but like, uh, there's a lot of them. So I feel like it's very like, it's, how do I put it? Like, it's challenging, and then you'll finally get to, like, the area where, like, a boss is, and then it's it's very just like a Souls game. I guess, I, for some reason, it seems a little harder to me. Uh, the one reason being, like, right off the bat, you don't even know how to level up your character. Like, in the Souls games, you'd find some blind lady, and she'd just be like, oh, touch the fire inside or something, and then you can level up. Uh, no, in this game, you have to go through all this shit, get through, like the entire first town and find the first boss and then have him kill you in order to like earn a point of insight. And then that activates this like doll lady in the hunter's dream, which you're then able to cash in your blood echoes and blood echoes are the equivalent of souls in the souls games. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like, uh, like adapting to the game that I'm still doing, but uh, so far so good. Uh, I, I haven't beaten the first boss cause I'm very slow and I've only like had a few opportunities to play, but uh, I'll be streaming that. So people check out our stream. I think cool. the game's not necessarily easier. I think for you, it might be harder just cause you're so used to dark souls. Yeah. And, like even if you know that is a different game style, you still have to t- do that adapting curve. Like, so it won't be right away like, oh, it's a totally different... Like, you'll you'll kind of fall back into Dark Souls controls without realizing it. Yeah. Well, and, and that's another thing. I don't have a shield either. In, like, all Souls games, I was, like, using my shield primarily. <laughs> I think that's the key difference between Bloodborne and Dark Souls and why people think Bloodborne's easier. Because you're probably used to defending and, like, blocking an attack and then countering it in Dark Souls. Whereas yes. in this... I think it's easier just for people who are more aggressive, who never use shields if you just, like, attack constantly or always on the offense, then Bloodborne it will naturally be easier to you, as opposed to someone who likes being a defensive character. Yeah, and I, I like being stealthy, defensive, like, uh, I attack when the opportunity arises, but now it's kind of forcing my hand to be like, attack always. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, always <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but I can still dodge roll out of the way, but yeah, I don't have a shield, which totally throws me off. Mm. It's uh, it's funny you mentioned about like walking past a weapon or you know something like that because it kind of reminded me I um I for- I omitted or forgot to mention uh the one thing I did have while I was on my honeymoon was my 3ds 
And oh, nice. uh, I played, I, so I've never played or beaten, I should say, um, both of those things, Majora's Mask. And I took oh. this opportunity to try and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up spending like three days, <laughs> uh, doing every single quest around town and solving all the shit going on and getting all these little heart pieces. And like, I'm just, uh, the whole time I'm like, just like, yeah, every time I complete a quest, I'm like yelling. I'm like, who's going to give me a damn bottle? Because I need a <laughs> bottle to help out this freaking witch on the first goddamn quest outside of town. And I'm not getting it. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man. And uh, I so I finally broke down and, and cheated after like three or four days. And I was just like, look, I'm, this is all I'm looking up. I just, where's the bottle? How do I get the bottle? And I was so salty because... You, you go, so this, the witch is like in this forest, it's like the repeating forest where if you make a wrong turn, you get kicked out. So, and it, no problem. I was able to find her. It was, you know, it worked. Anyway, but you find her, she needs help. You need this bottle to, to fill it up with whatever the hell, you know, potion and give it to her. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a bottle, so there's no point in me going back to like the shack where they fill up your potions because, I don't have a bottle. Like, I'm going to get this bottle from something else. Well, yeah. no, I was wrong. Apparently, there's a second witch that hangs out in that shop, and she's only there for, like, the first day or, like, two-thirds of the first day, and then she goes off and starts, like, hunting for mushrooms. And the thing that pissed me off was I, the first time I went to that shop, she wasn't there, and I thought to myself, oh, okay, so this chick's just always off hunting mushrooms. Well, no, as it turns out, for a portion of the first day, she hangs out there, and if you go talk to her, she's like, oh, my friend's in trouble? Here, have this bottle. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I hate you so much. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> wow. So uh, once that was uh, accomplished... Um, I, I like within the next two days, I beat the first, uh, two temples of the game. So I made solid progress, but God, that was so, <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> I thought you yeah. actually have the same problem I had with Majora's Mask where I guess I sped through some, uh, like chunk of dialogue and didn't really read it because I didn't know how to slow down time, which is playing like the main song backwards. Oh, you, so I kept, I kept you mentioned to, like, this to me. R- yeah, this, I kept this trying to, is like, a cheat. Speed run stuff. <laughs> well, I don't think it's a cheat. Like you're meant to do this. This is how the game's supposed to be played. Oh no! Otherwise, it's impossible. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I just meant for me because when I started playing the game and I found out the song of time, I was like, "Wait a second, I can play this backwards." Because oh, Bren told yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I kept trying. I got like halfway through the first temple each time. I'm like, "It's not possible." And then, like four years later, like I realized, "Oh, I'm uh, an idiot." Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't have known that if you didn't if you hadn't mentioned it before. So uh, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. It's it's some stuff like that. It just drives me insane. Where like it's so critical to the game, but so easily missed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of something that's actually not critical to the game at all, but I want to bring it up before I forget. I mentioned I had a mini rant on Uncharted Four. Oh yeah. I saw this fucking hilarious article that somebody wrote. <laughs> they're just bitching about how Uncharted Four has the most shit lemons in a game oh, ever. It was um. Uh, Jim Sterling, who's like a very popular. Oh yes, that's right. The guy who did the thing in uh, it came from Space Nader Brains. Uh, he's a uh, right off right off the bat in that. Yeah, he was also getting sued by that terrible, terrible game developer for making yeah, fuck- his game so much. All that noise. But anyway, Jim wrote this fucking amazing thing on talking about how Uncharted Four has the worst textured lemons in any video game like ever. It looks absolutely terrible. Like the. The, uh, I'll send you a link just so you can see them yourself because you really have to like lay your eyes on these. It's pretty upsetting. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because I've seen some screenshots where you can actually see the cartilage in Nathan Drake's ear when the light hits it right. Yes. So right? Like, it's beautiful. And then like, I guess so, they're just like, ah, fucking lemons. Yeah, they put all this effort and time into this game and then they kind of skirt a couple corners and it's funny to have him point it out and it's just very blatant with these lemons. It actually looks like shit. Like, especially <laughs> when you look down at them in the crates, it's like there's no, there, there's no discerning one lemon from the other. They're just all melded together and it's just like somebody just he said, had a, it was a really bad job of like, 
3D texture mapping and stuff. Like, it's just a nightmare. Wow. Yeah, he said it looked like a box of melted cheese. And I'm like, that's, it's that's a pretty so good true. Holy shit, that is great. Um, and then, yeah, they also talk shit on the pineapples and bananas too, because they do not look any good. Yeah, pretty much anything edible in this game <laughs> looks like shit. Like, oh my God. Huh. And for anyone who gets mad, I think it was a very tongue-in-cheek like, yes. review. He admits it. He's like, oh, yeah, this game's great. But the fucking lemon. So, like, it's, you know, <laughs> it's the one little hole he can actually, like, nitpick at and poke at. Like, because otherwise the game, you know, looks amazing and apparently plays great. I can't say. I haven't read much, but I can't say I'm really expecting anything from the storyline. Because so far, every Uncharted game has just been Indiana Jones where it's like, We'll go find this historical thing. And some people think it's magic. Ah, uh, but it's not magic. Magic, magic's not real. Mm-hmm. They get there. It turns out it's magic. All the guys, uh, all the bad guys get like killed by whatever monster thing it is. Then as they're escaping, Nathan has to abandon whatever magic <laughs> thing is to save one of his friends. Like every fucking game <laughs> yeah. is that. Like, so as beautiful as it, as it is, I don't care about Uncharted at the moment just because I'm still a little mad about that. I was gonna say I haven't actually played any of them. I just uh, I've I've been intrigued as I, you know watching some of the the graphics are just damn impressive and seems to be getting a lot of good reviews. So that's why I'm all right. Let me rant a little on this stuff because like personally, Uncharted. I'm probably gonna play them. Uh, Nathan Drake as a character doesn't seem like anyone I'm like r- rallying to get behind. I'm like he, he doesn't seem like generic male like good looking male uh, quip guy. Like he does a lot of quips. Yeah, it's like. Ah, I really I have no love for this guy and no need to play those games because it is essentially National Treasure, the game. So I don't uh, know. If you've ever seen Firefly, he is um, uh, Malcolm Reynolds. But, okay. Like, not uh, Nathan Fillion. Which well, speaking of Firefly, uh, that reminds me of Fireflies from the game uh, The Last of Us. God, I uh, oh, that's we, another game. That's a thing. Uh, Doug messaged me saying he's got, like, the biggest problem with last of us and he's got to yell about it and i personally think it's one of the best games so i we haven't talked about it. i forgot about all about it yeah uh, you bruce, did you ever now? yeah let's get into it now a little bit bruce have you even played this game or do you know oh, of it yeah yeah i mean i actually um i i'd probably say i played the, like uh yeah two or three hours i got to i got to uh i think it was like a two or three story i don't know if it was like a a high rise or something like that, but it was pretty much an abandoned building. And, uh, I think like the clickers were in there and you had to like distract them and stealthily move through. And I don't know. I just, I got to a point where uh, some people probably like, like scarcity of resources and being stealthy, mm-hmm. but I was just like, no, I'm a doom kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, so gameplay wise, I give it like yeah, solid six or seven. It was just like another Tomb Raider, Uncharted, like on rails shooter game where you just have to yeah do some sneaking around, gather some weapons, do some crafting, whatever the fuck. It was like that ki- kind of game isn't necessarily my bag of chips. So right off the bat, I was like, I went into it to play it just to get through the story, but I, I did have fun during the experience but the whole th- my entire problem with the entire game is the story and how it all fucking pl- panned out and i know that everyone uh, like puts it up on such a pedestal and like they say it's such an amazing game uh i just have such a problem with the main character joel uh specifically and uh but anyway let's bren let's hear from you and let's hear something good about the game before i just talk all sorts of shit uh it's very interesting because i think i agree with you that like it kind of fits in line with Tomb Raider and Uncharted. And in my eyes, the reason I don't like... I mean, I've, I've played three out of four of the Uncharted's, so I clearly like them enough to play through all of it. Uh, I played through Tomb Raider. I didn't really like that at all. And I think my big problem is is the story. Is In Uncharted, it's the same story or the same premise as every Indiana Jones movie, except Indiana Jones is more endearing of a character, so I was able to get behind it. And I didn't actually have to play through 40 hours of Indiana Jones. Like, you know, watching every Indiana Jones movie is shorter than any one Uncharted game. Whereas Tomb Raider, fuck, just, I, there's really not much I could liked about Tomb Raider. <laughs> like, at least the, what, 2012 one. Um, See, and I disagree sucks. with you there. I, I was, it wasn't bad. It, I definitely understand your complaints because you've told me them extensively. But I also, I still think overall it was a decent game. Well, both of those characters, at least in Last of Us, it's survival 
um, there's clickers and like mutants and there's just like gangs. Like it's just kind of like, you know, survival of the fittest, you, you know, kill bandits and try to make your way out. Like, and they kind of give that mentality with Joel early on because he's, I think they say a runner or like something. So he's against the established government to begin with. So he's not, he's kind of like a Han Solo. He's like a rogue. He's yes. not a upstanding moral citizen. Whereas Nathan Drake and Lara Croft in the, this new Tomb Raider iteration, they're like, oh, these are good characters. You're supposed to see, feel sympathetic towards them. And they murder like thousands of men. Yeah, like, that's why. Regardless I, if they're Somali pirates or something, you're still just murdering like a small nation's worth of people. That's why I was trying to say early on, I don't feel like I want to uh, rally behind uh, Nathan Drake particularly because, yeah, he is just a fucking murderer in my eyes. Same with Lara Croft. But regardless, uh, we're talking about Joel and Ellie. So right. continue. So with Joel and Ellie, like in that world, it's appropriate to be killing others like for your survival. And there were other parts of the game besides just run and gun. Like in Uncharted and stuff, it's like you're running gunning against magical creatures or whatever. You're running gunning against pirates. You're running gunning against a tank. Like it's still just shooting your way out of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, parkour, which invaded like every game in that era when Uncharted came out. But then with Last of Us, there's certain parts where you couldn't get over. Like you got tired pretty quickly because Joel's an older guy. He's not a quippy, good looking 30 some year old. Like he's, I think, at least 45 when you start playing as him. Uh, you show what he went through and how he lost his daughter and stuff. So you understand why he's kind of bitter and hates everybody because the government gunned down his daughter. And it's not a spoiler. It's the first, this is before even the credit sequence in the beginning. Yeah. That's right off the bat. Yeah. Um, so I, and I appreciate that you have to work together where it was kind of like Bioshock Infinite where you had a partner with you the whole time, but they weren't a hindrance. They actually helped you a lot of the time, except for when like you're sneaking around clickers and Ellie is like running through everything and they don't detect her. Which is kind of like, what the hell? But that's a little point. Um, yeah, no, that that's part of my problem with the game yeah. is Ellie. Uh, she's just like a goddamn nuisance. Uh, she'll just like on a whim, just like cause a problem and just like up and out and leave. And it's like, there's so many instances like where it's just like, if you weren't just a dumb little bitch, things would have went a little easier. But regardless, ah, that's just me being frustrated. <laughs> well, I thought that was good because... Like, the one time when she escaped on the horseback ride, it was just like, what are you doing, you little fucker? Like, (laughs) we don't have time for this. We're in a post-apocalyptic world right now, and you're off jerking off, like, in some, like, building that I don't even know what she was doing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was one of the good things, where, like, it kind of took you out of the immersive experience when you see Ellie, like, running through a bunch of guys, like, coming back to you, because somehow she got clipped way ahead of you on the map, and she doesn't detect, and none of the guys detect her. Like, which was good for my experience because I didn't get swarmed by a mob, but I can see how it kind of throws you off. But I think it was a little more understandable when she did something selfish where she'd run off and just like jump on a horse and like ride away from you because she was like 12, I think. And like for anyone who doesn't know the story and once again, not spoiler, it's pretty early on in the game. This plague that's going around causing the clickers, essentially the zombie plague, she's immune to it somehow. So you have to protect her. So. It kind of makes sense in my eyes where she she's a little girl who's got this big burden on her of, like, you're the cure. And she's like, fuck, I do not want this. Versus, like, anyone you have to take care of on Uncharted who's just like, oh, you're a hindrance. And there's really no reason you should be alive. Like, I don't need you for anything other than apparently Nathan Drake's a good person who doesn't let his friends die. Where, you know, meanwhile, he just killed 14 guys who probably have kids back home. So, but, like... I don't know. I really enjoyed the story of The Last of Us and that it wasn't a typical zombie apocalypse. I'm still going to consider it one. Yes. Um, And that you had limited resources. You didn't just have 4,000 rounds for an AK-47. Like, you did have to, like, manage, like, you know, do I want to use the automated gun on these guys? Or do you think I could take them out with, like, a shiv one by one? Like, where it kind of forced you to think ahead before you just jumped into combat. Yeah, the more you talk about it, the more I like come to the conclusion that my main problem with it is the end. So I don't know if we're going to go into spoiler <laughs> I knew problems. That was going to be a problem for you, and yeah. it's actually one of the things I liked about it. And I know, and that's I realized that that's what everybody loves about it. And the thing is, like, all right, spoiler moments. Like, it's yeah. been out for like years now. If you haven't, if you don't want it spoiled, turn the podcast off for like two minutes. But like, the end is, you know, that Ellie is the cure. 
and this whole time you've been protecting her and trying to get her to the Fireflies, the organization that is the uh, uh, the remaining government, I guess, and they're going to try to... can I pause you real quick? Yeah. I completely forgot that that was her name, and I had no idea why you brought it up with Fireflies. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly why. <laughs> okay, so uh, so the Fireflies is the group that is after, or that is essentially, you want to get Ellie to the Fireflies because mm-hmm. they can potentially somehow extract the cure from her. And... That's exactly the plan, and the plan happens. You get her there, and then all of a sudden, Joel, on a whim, is just like, you know what? I I don't want them to, like, uh, operate on her. Like, you know, like, most likely the operation on her is going to kill her, Mm -hmm. but it would save the rest of the world. And the thing about it is, you don't – that's the thing. Going into this, there is no guarantee, but you are the person with the choice to say – do I save the world or do I want to save this soul girl? You've been playing this whole game to save the world, not this girl. And I guess you've been developing this relationship with the girl and that's, what's made it so hard for him. And the fact that he lost his own daughter plays into this whole decision for him, but it's absolute bullshit for the developers to not give the gamer the decision, the ultimate deciding fact, especially now in the day of gaming where we have life is strange and the walking dead and all these fucking telltale games and heavy rain where you have the ability to make a choice that affects the outcome, the final result, the whole point of this experience you've been putting hours of your life into. And this game forces your hand to be the bad guy and kill the people that are trying to cure the rest of the world and just to save this girl. And don't get me wrong, if you love Ellie, I get it. You've probably built a relationship and you just love her as a character and you're like, how could I kill this girl? I'd I'd be a heartless bastard. Not necessarily if it's for the sake of mankind. So, I don't know. There's just inherently a lot of controversy in the context of that and they knew that writing it, essentially, uh, and they went with the more controversial ending obviously but and then he lies to ellie about what he did and she just kind of i think she knows in the back of her mind he's lying but she just moves on with it and that's the end of the game it was just frustrating as fuck i love not being the one ranting in an episode for once <laughs> i know I, I, dude, <laughs> but, this is the first time i feel like i don't know when i yelled last on this podcast though so. <laughs> uh, but no, I understand, and I'm sure like anyone who did have a problem with the story, or especially the ending, like I'm pretty sure everyone agrees on that point. So you're not alone in that. I know that. Um, and I would like I'd be lying to myself if I didn't admit I was kind of a hypocrite in the idea of like because there's plenty of stories where I say like, no, you fucking idiot, it's one person. Like, don't save that one person over all of you know humanity or mankind. Like, but uh, life is strange for instance, a yeah, whole bay, go. Arcadia Bay versus. Chloe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, not really spoilers, but Marvel Civil War, the Captain America Civil War, where she's trying to save the Winter Soldier. And it's like, or you could not and fuck everyone, and, you know, and not blow <laughs> up a city. But, you know, whatever. That's not this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree where they could have given you the choice, but I don't think that was their intention because yeah. this isn't an RPG. You really don't have any deciding factors anywhere else in the game besides how you want to kill people. Like, you don't really influence the story at all. And I yeah. think from Naughty Dog's perspective, this isn't uh, a character you're playing. You're not a nameless character in an RPG like Oblivion or Skyrim or Dragon Age, where you're making your own character and making your own decisions to influence the world. In their mind, this is just a story. This yeah, is just, it's- you're playing as Joel, and Joel has his own mind and his own personality. And if you don't agree with that, stop playing the game. I see. Because- yeah, it's their story to tell. And I totally understand that perspective yeah. now, but it's just like, I disagree with your story. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, please. I'm wondering if you just dislike the character and his like his yes. choices yes. as opposed to the game overall. I think that's, no, I enjoyed the game. That's the same thing I was saying with Dark Souls. It's like, oh, it's super disappointing. I loved the game. I put like fucking 60 hours into it and I'm like level 105 or whatever. So I really enjoyed, I guess, The Last of Us 2 because I did put, but I do recall towards the end of it, me just like grimacing and being like, I just want to grind through this story. I hate this fucking game. <laughs> I was really getting annoyed. Uh, and then and then just to be topped off with that ending, I was like, I'll never play this game again. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I think that's exactly it. Like, that's the good thing. Because, like I said, there's plenty of stories where I say, no, you idiot. Like, sacrifice your one buddy. Like, sure, it sucks you're losing your best friend. But also, you save the planet. Like, so there's plenty yeah. of stories where I'm like that. But then, in this character, I like the character so much. It was, like, it was such a compelling writing. And the story was so well done in my eyes that I actually was like, all right, 
that's what Joel did. And I wasn't like berating my television screen, like saying like, you fucking idiot. Like I did with <laughs> so many other instances. Gotcha. So in this one, I was kind of like, I appreciate that it wasn't my decision, that this wasn't like a, oh, you decide the fate of the world, as opposed to like, you're literally just like, it's like being John Malkovich. You're just in the back of this dude's head, seeing what, how he lived his life. But yeah. You have no influence over it. See, I'm glad to have your perspective on it all because it gives a new, it sheds new light for me. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand why you don't like the story or stuff. But I think game wise, like gameplay and stuff, it was great. Like I think that's kind of sure. Like, yeah. And yeah, out. graphically and everything. And just, uh, for its time, uh, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently the DLC is great. I've yet to play it, but for anyone Same. interested, it gives more light into, uh, Ellie's like prequel, like before the game, it gives backstory into her. So if anyone wants more of that, highly recommend the DLC that I didn't play. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I might look into it. I'm not sure. But I also hear there's rumor of the sequel on the horizon. So I'm See, sure that's going to be a thing. I'm not sure if I would like that. I feel like this was a perfect game by itself. Yeah, I agree. I like when there's standalone titles like that. But I have a feeling it has such a following that they're going to capitalize on it, whether we want them to or not. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sequels real quick, Bruce, since you have the PS4, I know Doug hasn't played, but have you played any uh, of Infamous Second Son or any of the Infamous games on the PS4? Oh, um, uh, you know, I played, when I first got it, there was one of them that was on PlayStation Plus, and I played it for a little while. I mean, I probably played it for an hour or two, but yeah, it it's fun. I mean, I, I if I committed more time to it, I'd probably enjoy it. I... I liked what I played. I just never really continued, I guess I would say. Oh, okay. Because I really enjoyed 1 and 2, but I don't have a PS4, so I couldn't play the newest one. And I don't know anyone who has, so I was just curious if you have or not. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, I guess probably. I mean, if it's the one for PS4, then yeah. Um, yeah. But it was cool. I enjoyed it. I didn't play the others, um, but, you know, I know people who have, and it, overall, seemed like a lot of fun so i i don't have anything bad to say so hopefully that's good <laughs> that's good yeah uh if they ever do end up making a ps4 remasterings of Inf- infamous one and two i'd recommend them because they're like all the parkour fun of assassin's creed but you're a superhero so mm. it's just like that like it's kind of like grand theft auto like but with superpowers nice So i'd recommend for you two if they ever end up remastering it and speaking of ps4 remasterings uh, they are remastering. Let me see if I can find out exactly which games. But back up, Batman Arkham City, Asylum, and City. Yeah, are both being remastered for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Oh, so nice! For anyone who hasn't played that, I cannot recommend those two enough. Uh, was it Batman Origins? Is the one not done by Rocks uh, Rocksteady Games? That one you could probably skip. And apparently, Arkham Knight, the newest one, isn't stellar like apparently a lot of people had problems with so i would definitely recommend these two arkham city and asylum fucking amazing games yeah i've seen a lot of gameplay friends were playing that shit up in college um so but the night is the one with the batmobile so just saying that <laughs> but i heard a lot of people had problems with it um but i'm not sure if it's because the gameplay sucked or because the logic behind the batmobile sucked because they're like, oh, Batman doesn't kill anyone. It's like, but he just ran over him with a tank at 200 miles per hour. <laughs> apparently in the game, they're like, oh, no, the Batmobile's covered in, like, tasers, like, electricity. So he just stuns them when he hits them with the Batmobile. Oh, like, no, Christ. no, you've murdered, like, 500 people, Batman. Just accept it. Like, uh, yeah. So that's another thing where I'm not sure if it's the logic behind it or if it's the actual gameplay they don't like. But I did hear backlash with Arkham Knight. Okay. Um. Well, I think... Let's quick play a conversation game if we we can. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's all play. What's that sound? All right. All right. So I actually picked out the sounds for this one because I'm sick of losing at this game. So Bruce and Doug will be listening to them. We can listen to sound one now. I'm going to go, well, I think I know what it is. Oh, please guess, because I'm struggling with it. It sounds very familiar to me. I'm going to go with uh, Tracer and Overwatch. 
Yes. I, I, listen, I was going to guess Overwatch. <laughs> listening back to it, I was so, I didn't realize how much of a cluster it was, but it was, yeah, specifically Tracer using her, like, dash abilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I, I my guess was going to be Overwatch. Excellent. Surprised Bruce got that because yeah. he didn't play. <laughs> I, <laughs> Me too. I've seen some of the videos. Mm-hmm. And, Tracer's uh, great, but she's annoying as shit. Yeah. Which is exactly how the character's built. Off to a good start, Bruce. Hell yeah, man. Nice. Yep. Now, this one might be tougher, but Bruce might get it. I'm pretty sure Doug won't, though. All right. So All right. we can play sound two now. Oh, yeah. I think I got this. Ooh, I don't. So let me take some bad guesses, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm... Uh, Street Fighter? Nope. Is it Primal Rage? Yes, it is. Wow, <laughs> that makes sense. Very <laughs> nice, dude. I knew Bruce was a fighter fan, so I picked a picked one I thought not many people would know. Yeah, I I heard as soon as I I felt like I kind of was on the on the thing, but when I heard the voice and obviously when he said Rage, I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the good one. Because I realized when I was watching the video where I got the audio from. There's really no other noises that are identifiable besides that. Mm. So, gotcha. Otherwise, it's just like dinosaurs punching each other. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's technically a win, but we can uh, yep. try to go for the clean sweep if you want. Ah. Yeah, we can go for sound three, and yeah. I had a bonus sound two. So, we just right. let's do it. Yeah, let's check yeah. it out. You can listen to sound three now. Oh, that's easy. I mean, that was the gimme. Because I honestly didn't think you guys would have gotten two. Here you go. You can you can have this one, Doug. <laughs> that is um uh Sonic charging up. Yeah, okay. I yeah. was a little worried there for a second. No, uh, me too. Because I was like, I just was like, it, I almost didn't you're, get that right. Yeah, your hesitation there made me think, shit, is this something not Sonic? Like that I'm not yeah. thinking. Like. No, and then I was like, as I was listening to, it, I'm like, no, that's definitely what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, well then, I guess we can go for the ultra win with sound four if we get this. Yeah, nice. super bonus sound. Let's play now. What the fuck is this? I have a guess. Is that... I'm uh, gonna get... Yeah, go, go guess. Is that Banjo-Kazooie racing? That's my guess! Technically, but it's not the game. Uh, what? What are you talking about? It's the character, but not the game. It is it like a? Oh wow! What I, game I was? I think the beginning of the sound is what gives it away the most. Let's play it again. Oh, uh, Mario Kart? No. no. I'm closer. Oh, man. Oh, no. I don't know. I f- what the hell? I feel like I'm going to like this be is angry a mashup when, game. I, when I find out, because like I, I feel like I know, but I can't remember it. Uh... I'll be disappointed if you guys haven't played it, because it's such a great well, old I- game. I'll, 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 I'll quit here, just because I want to know. Yeah, me too. It's Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yep. People don't realize, but Diddy Kong Racing had, like, Conker from Conker's Bad Fur Day and Banjo-Kazooie in it and stuff, because mm-hmm. a lot of those characters were in that world and then got their own spinoffs. That's so cool. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So it was Banjo and Kazooie, but... I, ha- uh, but, I have played uh, that, too. Like I, like, I knew it. I just couldn't remember the name of the game. It's so, so. funny that... Yeah, I was going to guess Banjo because of, I heard him, but all right, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Great game. Awesome. Well, that was what's that sound. We win. Yeah. yeah clearly, clearly, everyone can play this game and win it super easily, but me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's do some plugs. That was a fun episode. Uh, Let's, uh, listener, uh, Bruce, where can listeners find you if you want them to? Oh, um, I think usually you just plug. Yeah. Usually I plug rushdown gaming. Um, yeah. if, uh, you know, any, any fighting game enthusiasts, uh, 
primarily right now, it's all about Street Fighter V. So if you're playing Street Fighter V and you're in the mid-state um, or feel like traveling to the mid-state, uh, just look up Rushdown Gaming on Facebook or uh, White Rose is the name of our monthly tournament. And uh, we'll be hosting that again. Actually, I believe it's this coming weekend. So um, it's a great, great place. We actually do get a lot of uh, people that travel and we've even had some uh, bigger names uh, I wish I could list them off, but unfortunately, I was on my honeymoon for the last one, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. But yeah, it's 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 a great time, and there are uh, I will say, you know, if if you are a big Street Fighter player, there are uh, quite a few in our in our local scene that play very very heavily. Like they uh, they're training to be good, so um, it's worth it if if that's your thing. Awesome, yeah. And uh, how about you, Bren? Oh, God, my buddy just got he's back into Street Fighter and got a hitbox and stuff, and I just. He keeps challenging me, and I don't want to because I'm just his punching bag. I can't win against him. He <laughs> needs practice against someone else. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, ABTS Brendan. Uh, I that's it. Maybe Twitch. I don't know. Okay. Doug has the regular Twitch schedule. I just do it whenever the hell I feel like it. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, we need more of you guys doing the right uh, uh streaming on the normal Twitch channel, the ABT Silence one. But uh, listener, uh, if you like the show, please give us a like or follow. Uh, we have Facebook and Twitter. Our handles ABT Silence. Uh, like Brent and I were just talking about, we Twitch stream at Twitch.tv/slash ABT Silence. I personally do it every Tuesday and Thursday at eight o'clock, um, Eastern Standard Time. Um, other than that. Uh, check out Almost Better Than Dragons. We're in the thick of a hell of a campaign right now. And uh, thanks for listening if you did, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Later. <laughs>